You're listening to HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, now Robin Washett, as we are going to talk some Nebraska basketball as trying to figure out this team. I'm just not trying to figure it out. I'm Good just, luck. I'm just trying to have fun going to Pinnacle Bank Arena with my family, get a bag of Colby Ridge popcorn. And, and what I see, you know, you, you don't know what's going to happen week to week. And, um, you know, that game against North Dakota on Saturday – Pretty much a full house for a, a buy game banked up on Christmas. There were no students there. So you already know, like, those four games without students, the atmosphere is going to be a little bit dicey. That crowd badly wanted to get into that game, um, but Nebraska just could not give them a reason to get into that game. And, you know, like Hoiberg said, we got what we deserved. Yeah, every time Nebraska seemed to, you know, get some momentum, they would give up an uncontested layup or an open three-pointer to allow North Dakota to essentially control that game from start to finish. And Nebraska didn't lead from, like, the 13-minute mark in the first half until, like, 142 left in, in regulation. Uh, and, I mean, that's uh, pretty crazy. So not only did they lose, they kind of got dominated in the fact that North Dakota – um, you know, they set the tone uh, from from start to finish, and Nebraska was not able to match that effort. And that was the big fear going into that game was Nebraska was feeling really good about itself for a whole week, you know, going to Indiana, doing what they did, nearly pulling off the upset, and then whipping Purdue at home uh, in the span of 48 hours. You know, they, they were starting to think that maybe they turned the corner and things were finally starting to um, come together. And then, you know, they had the week off over finals, and they came back against a, a lesser-name opponent, and they did not bring it in any sense. And it was far too late before they started playing. And like Hoiberg said, you know, they, they got what they deserved in that one. And so now the, the key is you have one more, quote-unquote, tune-up game before the final 18 games. And they're games. not tune-up games with this team. Absolutely. They're no. like, when you lose three of them, they are no longer tune-up games. So, uh, so one more, I guess, game, non-conference game. Let's just call it what it is. Before <laughs> 18 straight Big Ten games. And as we've said before, uh, this year in the Big Ten, it's as uh, full of parity as we've seen. Top to bottom, the league is as strong as I've seen it. Uh, they may not have like the clear-cut national champion, but there's four or five teams that can make Final Four runs if, if they get hot at the right time. And then, you know, there's no easy – Northwestern almost beat Michigan State. Rutgers has beaten people. Penn State is significantly Penn better. Penn State's ranked. I know. And so uh, the, the usual kind of uh, pecking order, it's all for grabs right now. And so if Nebraska, with as inconsistent as they've been, they better figure it out and find a way to bring the right effort night in, night out, or else you're going to get far more uh, disappointing performances down the stretch here. What's going on with Gervais Green, Robin? Yeah. You, you look at that situation – he was suspended for unknown reasons, comes back, gets kind of a quick hook. And, you know, we got, we've got a guy that we know that sits by the bench and he tipped you off during, I mean, he was, he was acting like a complete nut job on the bench, you yeah. know, upset. So it was leading up before that. Um, I think somebody on a board I read pointed it out where uh, he missed, or there was a possession where Cam Mack took a shot and Gervais Green's throwing his arms up, you know, yelling, like, why didn't I get the ball? Like, basically, like, during the game, like, making a scene. Uh, and they pulled him at that during, point. Then during a timeout, he's, like, yelling at one of his teammates, and Hoiberg sits him down, and Gervais, like, you know, pound, punching his fists together, uh, putting a towel over his head, screaming into a towel. Like, there's, like, tears in his eyes. Uh, I mean, so, like, a, a full-on, like, emotional breakdown. And he did the same thing against Creighton, too. Uh, I saw it with my own eyes. I was right across the, the, the court from him. Uh, and then, I mean, he was, like, having to be consoled by like a team manager and so clearly there's something going on with Gervais and then you pair that with being suspended three hours before the Indiana game uh I mean 
some, something's not right there. And then you pair the fact that Nebraska played his two best games of the season with him out. I mean, that's um, there's there's something that needs to be addressed. I'm not there connecting the dots, long-term. but I'm connecting the dots. Yeah, and so I mean, <laughs> you, you hate to just like pile on the guy, but I mean, he's he's putting himself out there in the sense that when when he's playing, you know, Nebraska isn't playing all that well. And so get this. He played 15 minutes against North Dakota and had a minus six plus minus, the worst on the team. Well, he only played five minutes in the second half and checked out at the 817 mark. From the 817 mark on, Nebraska outscored North Dakota 21 to 14. And so, I mean, draw your own conclusions I'm not, there. I'm just saying. <laughs> and, and I think that honestly, like we made this observation, you know, coming out of Purdue was with one less mouth to feed and Gervais Green took up a lot of the offense. He you know, uh, had the most three-pointer attempts. I think he was up there with shot attempts uh, and you know, was a really high volume player uh, with the ball in his hands. With him out of it, suddenly Deshaun Burke's averaging 21 points per game. Suddenly Cam Max putting up triple doubles. Uh, you know, Thor Thorbjorn Arson is playing the best basketball of his career. And so with him out, guys had to step up, and they answered the call. You put him back in, and you know they kind of revert back to their old habits. So I'm really curious to see just kind of what happens uh, now that we're at semester break. Um, you know, sometimes things can, can happen quickly, and not to foreshadow, but uh, they need to address it one way or the other. Yeah, they. I mean, it, it will be interesting how Hoiberg goes about that. They've already had Stevenson leave the program for similar reasons. He was upset, but Curtis, Kurt, or Curtis. I'm sorry, yeah, Samari Curtis. Um, and you know, Green theoretically, when the season started, you kind of looked at him as one of the two or three best players. Obviously, yeah. Um, but it doesn't mean he's the best guy for Nebraska. Yeah, I mean, you know, this this roster was thrown together to see what sticks, and <laughs> that's part of the process of this season is finding out who your core group of guys are and. Right now, I mean, the evidence suggests that Gervais might not be in that conversation. Now, granted, I don't, again, he was averaging over 10 points per game. He's one of the team leaders in like every single statistical category, defense and offense. So, I mean, he, he's bringing something to the table. But when you pair that with when he was out, how well Nebraska played and how they just came together as a team, that's hard to ignore. Uh, and so I'm, you know, this is a real challenge, I think, for this coaching staff of how you handle that, because the last thing you want is internal drama in your locker room, making a already difficult task that much tougher. Yeah. Now the schedule, the players, how many days did they get to go home, Robin? Uh, they come back, I think, the, the day after Christmas. 26. 26. Yeah. And, you know, I heard Fred on the, on his radio show say that they're going to have two a day practices when they come back. Is that yeah. normal for yeah. a post break? Or well, is that... I, th- I think the worst thing that happened was the fact that those guys get to go home after that North Dakota game. He wanted to come back that next morning. Uh, Fred was as angry and dis- distressed after that game as we've seen him yet. Uh, that was a game that really bothered him. Well, if you're a former coach of the Chicago Bulls, you don't lose the frickin' North Dakota. I mean, that, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. It, 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 Especially this far along in the season. I mean, their head coach probably makes 150 grand a year. Yep. And, and they came in and whipped him. I mean, like it wasn't like they like pulled off some sort of magical upset. They dominated that game where Nebraska like could not get over the hump, and they led for a grand total of like four minutes in that game. So, uh, I mean, that the, the Hoiberg is. I think when they get back to, to Lincoln and those guys are back on the practice floor, they're going to be in for it, and there's going to be some tough decisions to, to be made. Yeah, and they're they're going to get after it because they have to. They have no choice. You have one more game against Texas A&M Corpus Christi where you're going to be favored, and then you're going into league play where everything is up for grabs every single night. You might, I mean, 18 league games, they might be favored in one or two at the most. Yeah, I mean, you got Northwestern at home, that's for sure. Um, I think they'll get maybe a couple home game edge, especially if they're able to start out fast, but they have a lot to prove right now. And, you know, Ken Palm, uh, end of the season, said they were going to go 1-19 and in Big Ten play. Well, they've won one. We'll see what happens from here on out. Yeah. 
yeah, it will be interesting. Uh, but yeah, nice nice time to kind of recollect and and see where things go from here. As you know, just when we kind of thought, you know what, maybe a little bit of momentum going to that Friday night Rutgers game, they could get three in a row and come home for um, you know January fourth, a mm. Friday night game, and I believe that will be Nebraska's first Big Ten Friday night game they've played since the Big Ten's gone to that Fox package on Friday. So. Um, I'm looking forward to that game on Friday, but it would have been nice if they could have gotten that win over North Dakota. Oh, for sure. And especially, you know, I mean, they would have won three in a row and then nearly upset Indiana on the road. With I a mean, winnable game against Rutgers. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got Rutgers and Iowa, which, um, you know, I was without um, Jordan Bohannon. So, I mean, they're... They're down. I mean, they're down for their standards. They just too. had a good win against Cincinnati. But anyway, but then you go to Northwestern. I mean, that's as good of a three-game start to the schedule as Nebraska's had in January, um, maybe since they joined the conference. All right, well, when we come back, Mike Wheeler is going to join us here in studio. We'll take your questions in the mailbag next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.